Welcome back to the Melbourne Coffee Culture Podcast. I'm Jonathan, and this week I will be talking about event coffee. I promise to interview some more coffee culture people in Melbourne uh, in the coming episodes, but this week I want to compare and contrast the various non-retail expressions of specialty coffee. So we tend to focus as roasters and baristas on the retail environment, but there is an explosion of innovation and creativity outside of the retail expression. For example, AeroPress. AeroPress is a home barista device, uh, typically not used in cafes, but there is a growing uh, demand and understanding for AeroPress, although it's been around for about 15 years now. Uh, the Manor Cold Brew, a lot of workplaces are buying uh, boxes of cold brew because it's convenient. You can leave it in the cupboard for a year and put it in the fridge when you want it. It's amazing. So what we're really talking about in this episode are how has specialty coffee uh, moved beyond the walls of the cafe and what are the best options for event coffee Hi, I'm Jonathan, and this is the Melbourne Coffee Culture Podcast. Let's look at event coffee. Let's say you have a wedding or a funeral or a business breakfast or a 21st birthday party or a St Kilda Festival or a Grow Festival. What do you do for coffee? Well, I think it depends on a whole bunch of factors and price and quality, but the main factors you will be considering are wait time. It's very inconvenient for an event when thousands of people have to line up for hours to buy coffee. So there's always a juggle. Do you hire a coffee cart and then hire baristas and try and do it yourself? Uh, if you know a coffee cart or a coffee truck, do you just invite them to come for free and let them take all the profits? Profits, Or do you pay per person or do you pay per cup or do you pay for an hourly rate and the rental and the baristas and... It gets really confusing. Plus, there's generators and there's noise and there's smoke and there's parking permits. And who knows if the coffee's going to be good. And so today, I just want to go through some of the options for event coffee. Okay, option number one, no coffee. It's actually possible in Melbourne to not do coffee for some events. If your event is in the CBD or in the inner suburbs and it's Monday to Friday and it's before 4pm, it's probably likely that people are going to grab a coffee on the way to the event. So what you might want to do is, depending on the event, have a look at how long the event is going to be, how many people there are, and whether the value is to maintain them in the event or not. The biggest reason you would have a coffee company or a coffee cart or an event caterer 
would be to keep people either entertained or to keep people uh, in the venue. So if you have instant coffee, it's less likely that people are going to stay in the venue. They're going to, you know, you're going to give them a 15-minute coffee break and they're going to leave the building and they're going to come back and miss part of the next session. So if there is a conference or a board meeting, um, higher quality coffee and more convenient coffee is going to be uh, a value to you because you will maintain them. If it's a wedding or a funeral, no one's going to leave. So it sort of doesn't matter. But often the wedding venue has already determined the coffee and they already have their own coffee set up. That's where quality becomes an option. Uh, I would you know, be saying no to the wedding venue or the restaurant. Um, I'd be buying my own um, specialty coffee caterer and bringing them in because who knows how to make an espresso? Who knows how well the barista is going to be making the coffee on the day? Who knows how slow or how fast they're going to be on the day? And so these are the main considerations. So the first consideration would be quality followed by price, followed by time, followed by convenience. And that last one is really important and a lot of people are disappointed because they might have the right quality and the right price, but they lose people for for so long. You know, there's 180 people and there's one barista and it just takes forever. And you've got to consider that when uh, doing an event. So the first option is don't do coffee. It's not a great option, but it is an option. The second option is to do instant coffee, which I would not recommend. Uh, The third option is to do pod coffee. And so we're increasing in price here. So pod coffee means you buy an LD espresso machine or some form of, you know, automatic espresso machine. And then you need to buy pods, you need to provide cups and you need to provide lids and you need tables and chairs and whole bunch of other stuff milk as well so and it will be slow so if you have more than 10 people you're probably gonna have to buy you know 10 machines so it's a consideration there the next option is to hire a barista and to hire your own equipment so you're gonna need access to power and water you're gonna need to hire an espresso machine a grinder and a trolley with all of its own plumbing and waste collection and you're going to need to buy milk and beans and you're going to need to hire a barista. You're looking about $1,000 before you even make a coffee. Maybe you can get it done for $500 depending on how long you need the cart for. The next option up is to hire a coffee cart. There are plenty of great coffee cart businesses. You just Google coffee cart. Uh, we've done a lot of work with coffee on queue, but there's many others. And they are professional coffee carts, and you will be paying, um, you know, three hundred to a thousand dollars because they're going to be providing two staff, um, all of the equipment, all of the beans, all of the milk. They're going to have a truck that they have to deliver it in, and they have to pick it up in. And you're probably looking at yeah, at least three hundred and fifty dollars. The thing to consider with coffee carts is the wait time. And the quality. You're not always going to be guaranteed that the barista is going to be the most competent barista. Uh, you're not guaranteed that they're going to be fast. If you have more than two, three hundred people, I'd consider having two coffee carts. You might have one motorbike coffee cart and one truck coffee cart. 
These are great for outdoor events. It does create atmosphere. Um, they can brand your event, um, but it is a significant spend. And just I want to encourage you to consider the wait time. The quality may be there. It's probably going to be more likely to be there in a coffee cart than in an instant or an espresso environment, but uh, there is no guarantee of quality because espresso is hard to make and when you're using portable equipment and casual stuff, the chances of a bad coffee exponentially increase. No matter how amazing your systems and, and business strategy is, you've got to admit it's pretty hard to make espresso in a mobile environment. The next option would be uh, something that Batchy offers. That's my own company. Um, and so there are a whole bunch of um, opportunities for event coffee to be pre-made and delivered on site. So Batch Brew has become quite uh, popular in Melbourne, it's become standard, it's become expected and baristas and consumers are starting to understand that you can pay 4 or $5 or even $7 for a batch brew and it will be the best coffee um, in the cafe because it's um, specifically made, it's machine made, it's automated and they're usually using the best beans and the best grinder and the best equipment to make it. The convenience for an event is it's already made. So if you have 20 people, you just get a pot of three liters and people can help themselves. If you have a thousand people, you just get 20 pots of three liters and you spread it out over a number of tables so that people can help themselves. 100, 200 people um, can just walk up and and serve themselves coffee in a self-serve environment. Now, the thing about batch brew is it's not espresso, so people who are expecting a latte or latte art, they're not going to find that. What they will find is exceptional coffee, uh, probably definitely higher quality, definitely higher consistency, and definitely faster than any other coffee method. Batch brew is great when you have an event where you can't fit a coffee machine or you have lower numbers and you don't want to spend thousands of dollars on a coffee cart. It's also great for small meetings, boardrooms, conferences, where you want to keep people focused on the festival or the objective at hand. The next option would be around a cold pressed coffee or a nitrous coffee. So you can actually buy kegs of coffee. So in summer, for a summer festival, um, there are a whole bunch of companies that will come out to you with a keg of coffee. So it's literally coffee on tap. It's literally cold coffee on tap. And it's also quite a uh, an engaging experience. It's not everyone's cup of tea because I've yet to taste a really good one. Um, but certainly in the middle of summer, a mobile cold pressed or keg of specialty coffee is going to go down really, really well. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the comparison. For more information on Batch Brew, do check out Batchy. That's my company, B-A-T-C-H-Y.co. 
and I'd love to invite you back to listen to next week's podcast. A promise from me is that I'm going to start to push out a whole bunch of interviews again. So when we launched the podcast, um, I interviewed a whole bunch of people and I've got a whole bunch of people in mind to interview and so stay subscribed. I've been Jonathan and you've been listening. Thank you.